episode this year. This is Dr. Ron, the host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. I welcome you with an attitude of gratitude. More than ever, we have to be grateful for what we have and what we don't have, for living in the best country in the world. Remember, as I've been telling you, grateful people are happier, less depressed, less stressed, and they are more satisfied with their lives and social relationships, and they have a tremendous increase in, in their ability to fight infections. Their immune system is really strong. So with an attitude of gratitude, I welcome you to this program. And remember, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Again, welcome. And guess what? I have about a thousand articles that I was going to try and sift through and, and go through with you today and on what you are not being told. But I want to start out by t- telling you that maybe the best thing you can do For this coronavirus is turning off your TV. That might be your single best defense against this coronavirus. There are far more serious diseases that you should be worried about at this point in time. The coming vaccines, you may not even want to want to go there unless you're forced to by the by the army. And can you think, do you really want to be quarantined? maybe with 10 people that may have the flu and then they quarantine a hundred of you and you want to give up that freedom. I grant you, and it's, it's awful that some people will die from this coronavirus, but most people will live. 
And that's why today we'll go through some of the things you're not hearing, but you must build your body's internal terrain. That is really important for you. That microbiome we've been talking about. Dr. Pelton was on. And we had another program with about the megaspores. Really important to keep that microbiome healthy because 80% of your immunity is in your gut. And the victims of this coronavirus, I'm sorry to say, are elderly, immune compromised, or people already suffering from other diseases. And we, you know that panic and stress and fear can lower your immunity. And we're not going to talk about all the paranoid stuff. Uh, you know, this is, this, this, this is an artificial epidemic or pandemic so that, we, you know, they could take away our freedoms. They can instill martial law. But let's start out with um, what I thought was a reasoned view from a, an infectious disease expert, Professor Bentwich. The coronavirus epidemic is having a major impact on the economy, daily life, and personal security of much of the world's population. As concerns about the virus and the protective measures being taken keep increasing. Everyone who works in the fields of infectious disease and public health is worried and is justified about the possible appearance of a new virulent and dangerous infectious agent that will rapidly spread around the world. With the rise in the number of people infected and who have fallen ill, and with the intensification of research into the disease and isolation of its viral factor, a clearer picture of its nature and behavior, and especially its virulence, has emerged. The corona family is familiar to us, that he's talking about the people in infectious diseases, from two SARS epidemics in 2002 and 2012 that were caused by other viruses from this family. According to the New England Journal of Medicine, the mortality rate from the current disease, New England Journal of Medicine, mortality rate from the current disease ranges from 0.05 to 2%. And guess what? That is significantly lower than the mortality rate from the 2002 SARS epidemic, which was 9.5%. And much lower than the 2012 SARS outbreak, which was 34.4%. And it's just close to the mortality rate from the ordinary flu that we get here in the United States. There are no longer grounds to fear virulent, a virulent epidemic that threatens the whole world and will cause widespread illness and death. It is quite likely that the current epidemic will behave like a flu epidemic with which we're all familiar and will run its course within a few months. Even though the infection rate may remain high since the current virus is highly contagious. So this is from Ben-Gurion University Center for Emerging Diseases and Tropical Diseases in Israel. Professor Benwich. So keep that in mind. Okay. This fear and panic is part of uh, a a ladder. You know, we start out uh, by looking for an excuse, maybe to control populations or maybe to sell drugs or vaccines. I don't know. Remember I told you a couple weeks ago, Wuhan, China has poisonous air pollution that has been creating serious illnesses. 
and pneumonias. People were dying from pneumonias before December of 2019. I don't know. Did they have to say it was this virus to cover up those pneumonias? The World Health Organization and CDC feed the press awful, ominous tales about this virus outbreak. And five minutes later, we have an epidemic. The Chinese government, which is not transparent at all and has complete control, locks down several cities. This story starts to explode in the press. They all talk about virus spreading. Containment will be difficult. It's not working. Other countries are coming down with it. Now it's coming to our country. People start buying stuff in stores. And then other people say, well, if everybody's buying up the food and water, what the heck am I doing? I better buy some too before they're all gone. Is it an artificial crisis? I don't know, but I, I see that's what's happening. So let's uh, talk about a little bit about 5G, because well, Wuhan in China is the 5G center of China. So I just bought this book. I don't have it yet. It came out uh, reprinted on March 2nd. And the book uh, is uh, The Invisible Rainbow, A History of Electricity and Life. Okay, it's by Dr. Furstenberg. Let me just uh, go through this a little bit, because I think it's important that we we understand that we're, we're we're, we're a small part of a bigger picture. And he talks about the honeybees. Okay, and he says, wake up before it's too late. There is no more time. He talks about the Isle of Wight, W-I-G-H-T, off the southern coast of England. Guglielmo Marconi built the world's first permanent radio station there. And the bees' first warning to humanity was heard. They are often seen crawling up grass stems on the supports of the hive where where they remain until they fall back to earth from sheer weakness. And soon after, they die. That was written in 1906 out of... uh, Christ College in Cambridge. 90% of the bees had already vanished from the entire island of White. Unable to find a cause, he called it simply Isle of White Disease. Swarms of healthy bees were imported from the mainland, but it was of no use. Within a week, the fresh bees were dying off by the thousands. The description more than a century later is exactly the same. On November 19, 2019, a 5G antenna was placed 250 meters from Angela's house in Melbourne, Australia. He photographed the new mask going into the cell tower. The next day, I was in the driveway talking to our carpenter, and we saw bees dropping on the driveway, then dying. He managed to film one trying to collect pollen, but it was hanging upside down and couldn't could not seem to make it to the center of the flower. Then it rolled off the petals to the ground. Two months later, their beautiful garden in Melbourne, full of old world trees and plants, is silent and barren. They have no insects. None, wrote Angela last week. Our kumquat, once laden all year, has no new fruit coming. No olives on the way on our olive tree, which was so laden last year. We dug soil yesterday, no worms either. 
Nothing. All gone. I walked the dog last night. It was dark and poor. Poor magpie was down on the street, under the street lamp, hoping for a cricket. It was totally silent. The birds are gone. In the midst of plenty, the bees are starving to death. In 2009, in Kampur, at Punjab University in India, they placed cell phones in some of the beehives and turned them on for 10 minutes. The concentrations of glucose, cholesterol, and total carbohydrates, total lipids, and total proteins rose precipitously in the bee's blood. After just 10 minutes of exposure to cell phone, the bees were not able to digest their food or use oxygen that they were breathing. Their metabolism had come to a standstill. The bees are saying, wake up. Radio waves, radio waves are poison to life. They penetrate skin, bones, cell walls, mitochondria. They prevent electrons from our food from combining with oxygen that we breathe. They give us diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. They disorient migratory birds, and they kill outright tiny forms of life that pollinate flowers and have high rates of metabolism. In the mid-1990, the invisible fire that Marconi had lit became a conflagration. For the first time in human history, radio waves began to be broadcast, not only from tall towers scattered widely across the landscape, but from the hands of men, women, and children everywhere. And in 2020, according to this, the bees are at the brink of extinction. But not just the bees, and not just of humanity, but maybe all of Earth. So this is about, we're talking about 5G. We're talking about how it all started with the radio waves. And now the satellites. I'm just skipping down here. Just on on the, the SpaceX has launched 60 more satellites, bringing the number of these satellites in low orbit around the Earth to 240. The author says these are already streaking photographic plates at observatories around the world, although they are not even 1% of what SpaceX is ultimately planning. SpaceX already has permission from the Federal Communications Commission to litter our night skies with 12,000 satellites. And they have applied for an incredible total of 42,000. And did you know they're launching them 60 at a time, twice a month? They will far outnumber the 9,000 visible scars and will be brighter than all but 172 of them. So are we part of a picture that's going to be extinct? Global vandalism? So, are we part of a bigger picture? And why Why did I t- tell you about the bees? Are they a harbinger? Are they the canary in the coal mine? And other authors have written that we were warned about the coronavirus, and they would like us to call it the telephone disease. Remember I told you, lies are, are believed 100 times more than faster than the truth. I've, I've been telling that for over a year now. So, on 28 February of 2020, in the world's largest English 
language news service that publishes 500 articles a day called whatdoesitmean.com. Here's an article. I'm pretty sure that most of you know the definition of a miracle is something that's occurred, which is not explainable by natural or scientific laws, and therefore is considered to be a work of, div- of, the div- of a divine agency. While at the same time, you're knowing this, many of you may not have seen one fully, fully documented. So this author says he's going to present you one now, fully documented, bona fide miracle, guaranteed to amaze and astound. That began with a virtually unknown Democratic Party U.S. Congressman Frank Pallone, who just eight days after 31 October 2019 voted to approve a resolution that formally authorized the impeachment inquiry against our President Donald Trump and introduced a bill called the Secure and Trusted Communications Network Act of 2019 that went right through the House of Representatives in relatively light-speed fashion, was approved on the 16th of December by unanimous vote of all Democrat and Republican members of the House, and on 27th of February 2020 was approved by unanimous vote of all Democrat and Republican members in the U.S. Senate, and now waiting for a signature from our president. Since President Trump, you're going to, you'll get, to, you'll see why I'm, I'm telling you this. Since President Trump was sworn into office, you should know that this is the first time he has been presented with a law rushed to his desk by unanimous approval by everybody, every single, even the Trump haters, who even in the calmest times, you would agree, they can't agree on anything. But they were united. Is, were they united by something that terrified them, that made them so feral, fearful that they had no choice but to act? This law immediately bans the purchase in America of telecom equipment from Chinese manufacturers like Huawei and ZTE. And guess what? It gives $1 billion in emergency funding to help small rural towns rip and replace from their telecom systems every single Chinese-made piece of equipment. All right. So where are we going with all this? If you uh, go to that site called whatdoesitmean.com, you'll see a CAT scan. CAT scans of patients having radiation-induced lung injury. And you'll also see CAT scan pictures of patients infected with the coronavirus, the COVID-19 disease. And you know what you'll see? You'll see they look the same. Radiological Society of North America has just issued an emergency alert declaring that CAT scans should be used as a primary screening tool for COVID-19. And I told you last week, the Chinese now don't even do any blood tests or anything. If a person has a positive CAT scan, they have COVID-19. The CAT scans are absolutely near Xerox matches. So the evidence is now pointing toward COVID-19 being a telephone disease directly caused 
and or greatly accelerated by fifth generation 5G wireless technology for the for our networks. And I told you last year, over 230 top scientists sounded this alarm and they sent an appeal that it would be proven harmful to the human race. Guess what? Remember we, we heard that Iran is having the COVID virus? You know, the Chinese brought 5G technology for testing into Iran and then Iran had more coronavirus cases and deaths of any nation outside of China. And their vice president, the vice president of Iran, is one of the seven of their top government officials now infected. COVID-19, a telephone disease, may shed some light on the current situation of the world's cruise ships. As these massive ships carrying thousands of passengers are nearly all equipped with 5G technology for their passengers, communications benefit. You ever think about that? Cruise ships and 5G. We've talked about how 5G penetrates the skin. And is spreading globally. There's a, a updated global map you can download uh, from John Hopkins that shows the spread of this disease. And if you look at it, it is entirely centered in those nations having 5G technology. Where there's no 5G technology whatsoever, there are very few cases. So what does the World Health Organization say the symptoms of this coronavirus are, or this COVID-19? Fever, tiredness, and dry cough. And if you look up the CDC, they say fever, cough, and shortness of breath. And according to John Hopkins scientists, are symptoms exactly one would have if infected with a flu virus. The problem with these COVID symptoms descriptions given by top experts, well, you know, they could apply to just about anything. Allergies to Zika, COVID-19 from China, could be anything, right? Take normal, just take some cough medications, whatever. But the 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 this outbreak exactly matches the age, sex, existing condition of the COVID nineteen deaths when compiled when uh, deaths compiled by Western scientists. But even more concerning, ladies and gentlemen, are the symptoms exactly match those having radiation-induced lung injury, which are, if you have radiation-induced lung lung injury, you have mild symptoms early with a dry cough on exertion. Then it gets worse. We have a persistent cough requiring a narcotic to uh, get rid of the cough and you're short of breath. Then you have a severe cough that is non-responsive. Then you start having respiratory insufficiency that causes death. So not to keep going on and on and on, but 
This is probably why, why we have this Space Force. To protect us against 5G. That's going to be threatening all of us. This is, this is uh, you know, not gospel, but it's something to think about. Okay? You heard it here. And this 5G is causes radiation, pneumonia, like seen in radiation-induced lung injuries. That radiation-induced lung injuries and pneumonia caused by the coronavirus, the COVID-19, are almost exactly the same. Wahoon, the capital of this province in China, was chosen to be China's first 5G smart city and the location of China's first smart 5G highway. And guess what? We know it is the center of this epidemic. Is that, is that just a coincidence? So the question being raised is not whether 5G is responsible, but rather whether 5G radiation may be exacerbating the virus, duplicating itself or replicating itself or the spread of it. Okay? Remember, this, this, this virus penetrates into the cells. Now, are these 5G antennas, which, have, which are all over the place in this town, are they part of the problem? And that's where we are today. We're looking for cures. We're looking for vaccines. We're looking for drugs and what have you. But how, do we really know the cause of this, the symptoms of this viral disease? You know, Wuhan, as I said, is a very polluted city. Some days you can't see because of the pollution. The rivers are, are polluted. The air is polluted. The drinking water is polluted. People are not really healthy there, so no wonder there's a lot of deaths because it is those that are compromised that die. Okay, so something to think about, ladies and gentlemen, really something to think about. Uh, John Rappaport has a website called nomorefakenews.com. And he started covering this a long time ago. And he, he had evidence that the air quality in Wuhan is chronically dangerous. And he, he used the Yale University Review to come up with this. And people were protesting in the city. People were dying in that Wuhan. Now the, the protests are gone. Why? Because now they have a cause. They can say it was, quote, the virus, unquote a cover story. Not that the horrific air quality that uh, that's there that brings on lung infections of all kinds, including pneumonia. But now the pneumonia is attributed to the coronavirus. Coincidence? You decide. So there's been pneumonia there, as I said, for quite a long time. So let's I digress. 
So one more article that I just want to talk to you about. about was, the article uh, was titled, Could This Outbreak Be Connected to 5G? And again, this article also uh, references The Invisible Rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg. So, this article states that almost every instance of influenza epidemics in the modern era was associated with a radical change in the electrification of the earth immediately before the outbreak. One of the most studied of these pandemics, everybody knows, is the Spanish flu pandemic of 1918. Killed millions around the, around the globe. The Spanish influenza pandemic, guess what, actually started not in Spain, but in the United States in early 1918. It was particularly associated with naval bases and installations that were the first to install high-intensity radar. The use of worldwide radar, radar signals grew exponentially, and along with this expansion, the pandemic spread rapidly around the world, even appearing in places that had no contact with infected travelers. Interpretation, it appeared on naval ships and ports at identical times, essentially proving that an infectious or contagious etiology was impossible. And paradoxically, doctors at that time reported that their patients were not dying from respiratory complications. That would be expected from an infection with a respiratory virus. Rather, two physicians said, we, quote, we have not yet to receive a report of a case in which the time of coagulation was not prolonged. Coagulation means your blood clotting. Their patients were dying from internal hemorrhaging and bleeding into the brain and from complications of the failure of the blood to coagulate. Guess what? A known side effect of the exposure of human blood to intense electrical exposures. Since at least 1779, when primitive electrical devices were first used on human subjects. Let's jump to 1956 when we had a flu pandemic Guess what? Followed the introduction of high-intensity radar installations off the coast of Alaska, Cape Cod, and New York Harbor. This this radar subjected a level of waves never before experienced on Earth within months of those installations going online. 1956 pandemic began. Let's jump to 1968. Do you remember the Hong Kong flu? A pandemic that swept the globe? Guess what that followed? It followed eight months after the first satellites in the Earth's Van Allen radiation belt became operational. And guess what? Same thing. Doctors noticed their patients were dying of acute hemorrhages rather than respiratory complications. And respiratory complications you would expect from the flu. So now we had radiation emitting electrical devices directly around the orbit of the Earth. So does it seem that there's a 
Whenever there's a quantum leap in the intensity of electrical exposure, many people and many other living beings die. They die quickly and they die from well-documented changes in their blood. You know, I, I preach here that observation does improve causation, but now we have a little bit of a history. We have to think about it. Dr. Paul, P-A-L-L. He has made it perfectly clear that Wuhan City in China, where the outbreak started, was the initial site of the most intense rollout of 5G wireless technology on the planet. The rollout of 5G in our cities and towns across the globe is also coincident in time with the placement of thousands of radiation-emitting satellites in the ionosphere and the magnetosphere. You don't hear that talked about. Now, we're not hearing about hemorrhagic events with this coronavirus. We're hearing about pneumonia. But Dr. Powell presents a number of studies in which this type of radiation is a cofactor in either suppressing our immune response to viral infections or itself makes viral infections more lethal. So are we just dealing with a simple viral infection or is there a, an intersection between the EMF exposure and, and the cofactor virus? So if you have a virus, you know you're, you have a weakened immune system. And if the 5G already pre-weakened you, well, it's a tragic situation. Could be an emergency. Okay, so that, you know, when we talk about what to do, and that, might as well just talk about it right now, and uh, really try and limit your exposure to electromagnetic fields. And sometimes you can't, you know, I'm, I'm the same way. But educate yourself on it. Definitely turn off your wireless router at night. Okay. And uh, Dr. Pollock will explain more about how we can, how we should be earthing. So whenever possible, go outside and walk barefoot on the beach and, or play in the garden. Get rid of those protons into the earth. Dr. Pollock made an interesting observation. Uh, he said, you know, when we're kids and we go to the beach and we get buried in the sand, it's not a good feeling, but after a while you feel really relaxed. And it says because we're giving up protons to the earth. You know, so we have to have a good diet. We should be taking vitamin C. People say how much? At least 2,000 milligrams a day. If you have the sickness, 1,000 to 2,000 every hour. Drink the best water you can have available. And we'll talk about a few more things in, in a little bit, but... So that's a, that, that's a story on the 5G. Let's just talk a little bit about uh, the vaccine, and then we'll just talk about a few things that, do, that you can do this week, and uh, we'll call it a day. This vaccine that they're trying to develop is called DNA insertion. It's a, it describes the, it's a, the frontier of research, they say. But here's quotes from articles. 
it will protect against disease. But guess what? What it changes the genetic makeup of humans. I mean, changing your genetic makeup, not science fiction type stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Quote, by delivering synthetic genes into the muscles of experimental monkeys, the scientists are essentially re-engineering the animals to resist disease. Quote, the sky's the limit, said Michael Farzan, an immunologist at Scripps and lead author of this study. They're thinking about a human trial called immunoprophylaxis by gene transfer. Now, this is different than traditional vaccines. It is a form of gene therapy. Scientists isolate the genes that produce powerful antibodies against certain diseases. They synthesize the artificial versions. The genes are placed into viruses and injected into human tissue, usually muscle. And if we had a drum roll, here's the punchline. The viruses invade human cells with their DNA payloads, and the synthetic gene is incorporated into the recipient's own DNA. If all goes well, the new genes instruct the cells to begin manufacturing powerful antibodies. And I did say the synthetic gene is incorporated into the recipient's own DNA. Altering the human genetic makeup, not just visiting, but a permanent resident. Do you think you'd be leery of that? Maybe if you have more than two or three working brain cells, genetic roulette with a loaded gun. So we have to be careful. We'll have some strategies that I'm working on in case that, uh, you know, we're forced to have to take this. Okay. Uh, I hope not. Okay. So 5G, really important in this Corona out, uh, this COVID uh, outbreak. Death rate is, any death rate is too high, but it's, lower or the same as the regular flu. There's a coronavirus global case on John Hopkins uh, website that you can uh, download shows you real time. Uh, In fact, let me just pull mine up right now. There's 108 cases in the United States. I mean, any is too many, but 108 right now confirmed. And the death rate, it doesn't, doesn't list it by, for the United States yet because, because it's so low. Uh, let me just take another look here. France had four deaths, mainly in, uh, in Asia. One death in the Philippines, one death. You know, it's just too much, but I, I, I go back to my original thesis. Turn off the damn television. Stop getting all getting. Everybody is, is just just beating the heck out of this and it, it's it's serious but it's not that serious it's like getting the flu all right so we're going to uh try and an exercise we're going to try and get out in the sun if you can't get out in the sun take the vitamin d3 drink as clear water as you can vitamin c and really important 
really important. You know, I've had many, many programs on colloidal silver. I told you about the blue man, the guy that had really got blue from silver because he drank gallons a week. He wanted to do it to be famous. But his autopsy did not reveal anything that was pathologic except the blue skin. So colloidal silver can be used orally, okay, teaspoon once or twice a day. You can buy it or you can make it yourself. We've had uh, Phil Safer on the program from Alexa, E-L-I-X.com. There are other generators on the market. You have to use distilled water. It's really important. So, you know, use your, use your colloidal silver. Get some pump spray bottles. You can get the little one-ounce ones carrying with you. You can, you know, uh, spray down the menus if you go out. You can do it with Spray your hands. They're, they're ready available. Most dollar parlors or Walmarts or whatever. And you can spray them uh, toilet seats, hand knobs, faucets. And these silver particles uh, dry on those surfaces. You can mist the air in your home with them. You can even huff and puff some colloidal silver if you have a little, little nasal runniness or a little cold. And, you know, we all will know that the flu viruses enter through the nose and ears. So, you know, you can spray some colloidal silver around your nose, your ears, and even around your eyes. Yeah, it won't hurt your eyes. Any open cuts, sores, burns. You know, they use silvadine, a high, powerful silver cream on burns. Let's just let it air dry. You can use it. If you have an empty uh, Afrin bottle or whatever, you can spray it into your sinuses. You know, you can use it in a, in a neti pot. If you A mask really doesn't do much good, but, you know, it would do good if you, you're in a crowded area and you, you spray that mask with the colloidal silver. That silver will make it much more effective. And one thing you could do is put some colloidal silver in uh, some uh, soap bottles and in your, in your shower bottles. You know, so now you have some antiviral stuff, uh, antimicrobial soap. Okay, easy to do. If you're making it yourself, it's only costing you pennies. And if you really do have a, a bad cold, you really uh, could use a nebulizer. And one other thing, remember, your immunity is in your gut. So a good probiotic. Dr. Pelton, who was on the program a couple of weeks ago, the natural pharmacist, he has one company he works for, and there's another one called Megaspore. Okay, uh, a good one. Megaspore is a spore, and it, it, it gets through the stomach acids and gets into your uh, bowel where it has to work. And Dr. Pelton has one too. I think it's Ashimura's uh, that does the same thing. Cut that sugar out of your diet. You know, all that processed foods. And do wash your hands. People say, how long should I wash your hands? Well, sing happy birthday twice in your head. That's enough time. And the brain of your cells is the cell membrane. You've got to keep that membrane healthy. Healthy and happy. And you do that with parent essential oils, as we talk with uh, the professor about. Professor Brian Peskin. Parent Essential Oils, PEOs. And Dr. Wong's Zymescence Enzymes. Zymescence Enzymes can penetrate 
the virus membranes and kill them. Okay. So we covered a lot of stuff today and I have tons and tons of material just driving me crazy. I could be here for, for three days. Dr. Wong sends me ton, tons of stuff. I have other uh, physicians and scientists that send me stuff on this virus, but don't panic about it. We have, it's under control and you can make it more under control by watching your exposure to electromagnetic fields and something that was pointed out to me that uh, is not obvious, but it should have been. And that's your printer. If you have a wireless printer, that's putting out a, a, a electromagnetic field signal. If you're not using it, turn it off. Okay. You don't need that extra magnetic field. Turn that router off at night. It would be good. Uh, to be able to, to to shut the breaker off to your bedroom, but I know that would knock out your clock and other stuff. So best you can do, ladies and gentlemen, to protect yourself against uh, this Wi-Fi. And there's an area I don't know anything about, but people are talking about dirty electricity, where electricity goes to ground. I'm going to, I'm, I'm trying to get an electrical engineer to explain that and that, what we can do about that. But have an attitude of gratitude. Be thankful for where you're in the best country in the world. We're doing the best. Uh, and if uh, we don't allow the Chinese uh, 5G network in this country, that would be a plus. I'm not that I'm not xenophobic or whatever. I'm just for America and for lives and for keeping people healthy. And that's it. That's all I'm going to talk about today. And by the way, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll report next week. I'm, I've been doing this bulletproof coffee in the mornings, and uh, I'm having some great results with it. And I really love it. Uh, we'll talk about that. How, how you can make your own? It's easy. And uh, with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a great week. Uh, do some good. Say thank you to somebody and really mean it. Uh, just, just to be grateful. Okay, I will see you next week. We're gonna. Just talk about some preventative measures for the coronavirus. Uh, we'll talk about oscillocosentum, a few other things that you can fine-tune. But please wash your hands. Sing happy birthday in your head twice. You know, while you're washing your hands, that would be good enough. And uh, see you next week. Thanks for listening. If you're listening on uh, Apple or Google or any place you can rate us, please do. That'll, that will help us to continue on with the program. And uh, have a great week. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored with your host, Dr. Ron. We are here each and every week. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. We bring you medical news that you can use. Medical news that's up to date on drug reactions and interpretation of medical articles. We also have some great guests scheduled. So thank you again. Have a great week. Listen to us on Apple, Alexa, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher. Ciao.